0: Welcome if you're new and welcome back if we've been hanging out together for a while. Either way, I'm super happy you're here and I hope that we grow a little together today. I hope that we feel a little better together today. Now I mean that from the bottom of my heart because you aren't alone in your feelings of isolation or in your feelings of beating yourself up or in your feelings of anxiety, uncertainty, unworthiness. We all have those feelings. Now they may feel specific to you or they may feel like you're the only one that feels them as deeply or maybe you're the only one that feels that certain feeling but it isn't so we all were blessed with this beautiful body that comes with this robust brain (laughs) that's the only word I could think of to really summarize it we all have this robust brain that thinks it's in charge And left to its own devices, it'll have you eating when you're not hungry, wondering how you got to work because you're so lost in it, or staring in the mirror with thoughts that no one should be having about themselves. Left in charge, it'll say you're not worthy. It'll tell you you're not good enough. It'll tell you they don't like you, you don't belong. It'll tell you you're old, you're ugly, you're fat. And I I know this is starting off a little depressing, (laughs) but I really want to hit a nerve in you because I want to wake you up from this unknowingly self-imposed nightmare. And we don't all have the same nightmare, but we do all have a brain. And the brain at one point or another every single day is telling you you're the problem. You're not pretty anymore. You're never going to be successful. You're the reason the kids are miserable. You don't belong here. You're never going to have the chance. And sometimes you're more susceptible than other times. So for women out there, it happens once a month. <laughs> for men, it could be that when you're, you've lost your job or your ability to protect is threatened in some way. These are the times when you really stand the chance to be a victim to that robust brain, that thing that forms your mind, that thing that forms your thoughts, <laughs> that beautiful, robust thing that forms your identity. If we're not careful, everything in our life can hinge on who we think we are. Everything can hinge on our identity. But where does that identity come from? Were we born thinking we suck? (laughs) Were we born thinking we aren't good enough in some way? Were we born thinking we're unworthy? No, we were not. (laughs) That stuff came from somewhere else. We picked it up along the way. You know that that mean thing that girl said to you that one time you've never forgotten? Or the way your parents told you that good girls or good little boys don't do this, but they do do this? Or maybe the religion you were raised in and the rules you tried so hard to follow, but you came up short so many times? Or how about society's depiction of beauty that kind of swayed your own depiction of beauty? I turned 50 this year. Do you want to know what I've said to my husband probably three times this week? I said, it's hard getting older as a woman. That's my belief. I believe that our beauty fades as we get older and we're judged as women in society by our beauty. I really believe that. That thought, though, it's hard getting older as a woman. You know where I heard that? My dear, sweet, beautiful grandmother that I love so much. That was her belief, too. She died at 93, still trying every day to feel as beautiful as she could. And you know what I always saw? I always saw her as beautiful. It didn't matter how old she was. Partly because she did take such good care of herself and always dressed elegantly and made sure she looked the best she could, but mainly because she was so fun and loving and beautiful inside too. Now, I was really hard on myself this week, okay? Now, it has been that time of the month, women, you'll understand, But does that give me an excuse to just be able to beat myself up whenever I choose? It shouldn't, but I was having a little pity party this week. I looked in the mirror at my new sunspots on my face and the wrinkles, and I really did kind of feel disgusted. At one point, I even looked at my feet as I was sitting outside and thought, even your feet are getting old and unattractive. I can't even say that without laughing, but that was an actual thought. Now, before you send me messages telling me not to be be so mean to myself, I know this. I'm talking about it because I'm glad I had that thought about my feet because it jolted me awake. I literally shook my head at that point and said, what are you doing? Why are you allowing thoughts that are literally making you hate yourself? Because guess what? Just because you think them doesn't make it true. Just because your grandmother and her grandmother believed the same thing doesn't make it true. The point I'm making with this episode is you are not a problem. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. You aren't the problem. Your mind is. Your mind creates 99.9% of the problems you have, and it isn't just women either. My darling husband has been working a lot this month, and he finally got a weekend off, and it's a beautiful weekend, and we're sitting having our coffee in the sunshine, and we were talking about what we were going to do for the day, and he said, I'm so sorry, I didn't plan anything during the day today. He said he had woke up that morning and thought, you know what, you didn't even plan anything fun for this weekend. Now, as a side note, he had already made reservations for a quaint little restaurant down the street, but he's still beating himself up because we didn't have anything to plan or anything planned for during the day. See, men tend to beat themselves up too. But where is the problem here? Well, there wasn't one until he created it. And of course, the problem that he created in his mind was him. He didn't plan anything. (laughs) But my question is, where is the problem? Where's the problem with no plan for the day? Where's the problem with me even having thoughts of my feet looking old? There's no problem until we created it. That robust brain decided to create a problem specifically designed just for us. I wasn't sitting there thinking, oh, Eric didn't plan anything. No, he created that in his own head. No one is looking at my feet and thinking, even her feet are getting old. <laughs> no, I'm creating that problem in my head. And it was so unbelievably ridiculous that it jolted me out of the pity party I was having and into my true essence. My true essence is not aware of aging. It's, my true essence is as pure and peaceful as the day I was born. My true essence is unchanged, unfazed, and always at peace. And so is yours. My true essence has been with me since I was born. Unchanged. And so is yours. Is that something that you can wrap your head around? I listened to a guided meditation that said to think of your mind and your body, your mind and your body like clothes that you can change because they are ever changing. What if your thoughts and your body and your mind were just like clothes? Well, what you wear affects your mood, right? So does what you think. What if just like you can change your shirt and feel a different way, what if you could change your thoughts and also feel a different way? How does that feel to you? For me, it is just so freeing. My true essence is the one that stepped in when I was having all those thoughts and was able to observe my mind and those thoughts without judgment, without making me the problem, knowing that I am not the problem. In fact, there is no problem until the mind makes it so. Is my aging a problem? No, not until I make it one by thinking thoughts of it being a problem. Was it a problem that Eric worked all week and hadn't thought of something fun to do during the day on Saturday? No, not until he made it one by thinking it was a problem. Mark Twain was quoted as saying, I'm an old man and have known a great many troubles, most of which never happened. (laughs) I love that phrase. This is true for everyone. We have so many more problems in our head than we actually do in real life. How often are you having imaginary fights with people in your head? How often do you worry about your child getting in an accident or losing your job or getting sick or that you hurt someone's feelings because you canceled lunch plans? How often do you spend your time in that turmoil? We create these problems all the time in our heads that are not problems until we think them. So who is the problem? Is it you? No. It's that brain, that robust brain, allowed unchecked. It's our mind, allowed unchecked. I'm not the problem. My thoughts are. And being able to sort of step back and observe that thing that's creating all these problems really does allow it to be neutralized. The freedom I feel when I take a step back, so to speak, and clearly see where the problem lies, the problem is always in my thinking And it's not your circumstances in life. It's the way you think about your circumstances in life that truly matters. My challenge to you today is to live for even a moment in your true essence so that you can observe the thoughts you're having and you can see clearly that you are not a problem to be solved, but your mind is. And the more you're able to notice those thoughts, those thoughts that are creating all the problems, the less problems you're going to have. Share this with three people who have a brain. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.